your signal's really bad today. It's because we've got three children, four children, five children, me and my wife all using the internet. Far too many children in the house, Kieran, that's the issue there. I'm, I'm counting myself as a child. <laughs> well, sensible. Yeah, well, I am. I am for the basis of this because I said five, and then Zoe's just corrected me. We haven't got five children here, so I'm counting myself so that I'm right. This is sheer isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sheer Isolation. Thank you once again for joining us. It is show five zero, show fifty. We've been doing this <gasps> for a year. I am still joined by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge. I am John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, Kieran. Hi, John. I was expecting you? you to just explode in, in a 50th anniversary celebration then. I'm glad you mentioned it. So let's talk about things that are 50. We did, you did some research, didn't you, on people that are turning 50. Your main man from Ramstein, he's turned 50. Uh, but Ewan McGregor's turned 50. You said he was looking handsome. I said he was looking haggard. He's, he's lived a hard life, you know. He's been an actor. He's worked hard on lots of crazy films. Has he had a hard life? I mean, train spotting wasn't real, Karen. Oh, is it not? Oh, oh, shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> There's another reason to celebrate, not just because it's our 50th show, but also this is the week that beer gardens open. It was really funny, right? So uh, Wiltshire Council emailed round venues um, advice on what constitutes beer gardens and what constitutes indoor-outdoor. You can type in like your floor space and like your wall space and all the rest of it, and you can come up with this ratio. And if it's over a certain threshold, you're deemed indoors, which means you can't open. <laughs> So your beer garden literally has to be almost completely exposed. So there is very tough, stringent guidelines out there for people to open. But nevertheless, you can open. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people looking forward to going back to the pub. Well, one venue that definitely isn't open at the minute is Trowbridge Town Hall. But we've got a guest coming on from from the Town Hall this week, who is Jess Bennett. Who is Jess Bennett? So Jess is the venue manager from Trowbridge Town Hall. She's this week's guest. I met Jess about three years ago when I first came to Trowbridge to do some music when my wife worked at the Town Hall. Um, And Jess was like an intern there, I think. And then slowly, as the uh, organisation has shifted and and had various changes, she's kind of worked her way up the ladder and she is now venue manager. Wonderful. Well, it's it's time for a tune. Before we get on to the tune, I think we should just correct ourselves from last week because we played Emily Barker. Um, and we, I said the song was called History. <laughs> it's called Machine. So we'll just correct that. Machine. Anyway. <laughs> I was thinking of time machines, you know, history, time machines. Oh, you, you were close, yeah. I actually saw a, a video of uh, Emily Barker and Frank Turner on Facebook this week. I don't yes. know if it was a new one or if it was something they'd just done. No, they've just done a brand new thing, a duets show of Frank and Emily. And they announced it along with merch that went along with it on April Fool's Day. <laughs> And a lot of people were saying, is this real? But it was real, or at least the merch was real. I did find links and share them. So I thought that was quite brilliant timing. So uh, it is time for the first track of of the show. And I haven't got a clue what you're going to play. You've kept it a surprise from me, which normally means you don't know yourself. (laughs) You'd be be completely fair conclusion to come to. However, I do know what we're playing. Um, It's a young band from Bath called Young Martyrs. Uh, they dropped, a li- dropped me a line out of the blue and said, hey, Kieran, we'd love to come play for you. Here's some links. And I picked out a track that was just recently been released. It's less than a month old. It had 117 views. So it's still fresh in the world. And it's a lockdown session of a track of theirs called Tell Her So. Babe, you're a space as a gentleman at its 
got quite a lot. It's got a real kind of um, folky, bluesy kind of vibe to it that you know when they go full electric live, it's going to real something else, just be another level, you know. Well, everyone's still hankering down for acoustic stuff because it's really difficult to do live sessions that are full bands. It takes so much preparation. So, yeah, it's still very, things are quite still minimalistic at the moment. But I'll tell you one thing I am looking forward to. When I go to watch the first proper loud live bands and I get to have my melt, face melted and I get, a, oh, it's going to be brilliant. I know who it's going to be, but it's going to be brilliant, whoever it is. Hopefully that won't be too long away. Maybe, maybe only a couple of months at the most. Two or three months, oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, that, that track we played about two minutes ago, that was uh, Tell Her So, Young Martyrs. It was very good as well. <laughs> um, have we got product placement this week? We do, look, John. Right, this is. I uh, didn't this... see that there. It blended into the wipeout. No, room. I've got. I have to shut that window. I think you've got too much light coming in. Anyway, Gender Rolls on BSM, Big Scary Monsters. This is their new song, Dead or Alive, Stroke So Useless, double A side single. Remember singles? Do you remember singles, John? I remember singles, yep. I, I bought this. It's, it's, it's the only place that you can only buy it here. It's the only place it's available. It is on the most gorgeous turquoise vinyl colored vinyl however when i put the light up to it or show anyone I mean, it is looking black right now when i take a picture on my phone it just looks blue i cannot capture the beauty of this single just can't and so basically i'm gonna have to have it out if someone comes around i'll be like take a look at this record like Love feeder it. or ash this generation's feeder or ash that kind of vibe mm-hmm. sweet Okay, then it is time for our guest of this week, as every week we do invite somebody on from the local music scene uh, to to have a natter to us. We have got Jess Bennett this week from Trowbridge Town Hall, somebody you work quite closely with, Kieran. Uh, Yeah, so I've worked with, I'm not saying I've known Jess about three years, and um, she's always been there in various capacities and roles, and she's grown with with the venue and and worked her way up to being venue manager. So delighted to hear what she's about to say about the unlocking of the venue. And and it's not really just unlocking, it's a complete renovation of the town hall, isn't it? You know what? Um, you compare the venue as it is now today, where, where it was three years ago, it is a, just a complete fundamental change. Yeah, there's a bar in there, which they have a permanent bar and coffee shop and food offering, which wasn't there before. They now have a professional performance space, which wasn't there before. They've still got an art gallery that always was there. But yeah, it has it has has significantly changed in the last three years. It's a community space for everyone, really. And we're all about filling it with as much activity as we can. So I think you're particularly interested in the, the live music angle which I am too, everything from support groups to yoga classes to, you know, we've got a free range cafe, an art and bookshop, zero waste shop. So there's loads going on. You say you're the venue manager. What does that actually mean? It, it can be anything from scooping up some, some dead pigeons to, <laughs> you know, risk assessing and making it COVID secure and, just sort of making sure everyone's experience with us is a good one. That was the first well, thing that came to your mind about your job role is scooping up pigeons. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't say a highlight, but something that does stick in your mind. It's, um, it's difficult I, to I get was, an image out of your head. I was driving home the other week, wasn't it? And you sent me a message saying, Kieran, um, I've got a pigeon stuck in our scaffolding. Can you come help us get it out? <laughs> yeah, I thought, who do I know who might have a really big ladder? Unfortunately, but, uh, I didn't have one. <laughs> I'm not available anyway. Okay, cool, Jess. So obviously we know the venue has historically done loads of music. We've done loads before in the past. 
uh, with previous um, directors and managers, etc. We're in a new we're in a new phase, aren't we? We've got a new director, we've got a new programmer, and the venue is about to launch. When, when are you announcing your program? So, uh, if all goes to plan, we'll have a really good idea of everything on Monday, and we'll start releasing tickets then. Hopefully, that'll see us from the end of May until June and July doing some socially distant shows and then we'll, we'll take a bit of a break over August and then you know go full steam ahead from September with live music every weekend. For people who know the venue already who've been coming in over the years in the past we, there's been a lot of changes in the building hasn't it so a lot of people who went who've come previously are now coming back effectively to a new venue. Tell us some about the, some of the changes that have happened. It sort of all came about because we got some of the grassroots uh, live music funding. We we had a pot of money to develop the space. So the old parquet floor underneath the brown carpet tiles, that's been restored. We've installed the lighting rig, PA. We've got some proper staging. And I think generally it's it's a much nicer, more welcoming space than it was and you know musicians can come and sort of plug in and play rather than you coming in as a technician and spending a couple of hours setting it all up and then a couple of hours afterwards breaking it down so, well obviously yeah. I am biased completely but it is an amazing space you've just mentioned the parquet flooring there um it was it was really horrible 1970s carpet tiles wasn't it they've been there 30 years and they've been like mm and all really horrible and remove that flooring and then all this parquet flooring was there and it, which was beautiful i mean you've completely restored that all the bits that were a bit dodge underneath have been restored and it is now really lovely to to look at and experience the pa is obviously permanent so it's flown um the lighting rig is flown so as you alluded to there previously we used to have to set up it used to take hours getting equipment down from upstairs or putting it back upstairs afterwards uh, we don't have to do that now it's all there have you put yourself out of a job kieran I, uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a manner, kind of. No, not at all. Um, because what we've actually done is made the venue more usable and easier and so much easier for people just to rock up. If a band are bringing their own technician, it's all there. It is so user friendly. It's, it's, you know exactly where everything is. It's all in the corner. It's, it's self-explanatory, really. So yeah, any engineer could just tip up on the fly and be able to work that venue now. So I think we've done quite a good job setting it up for that purpose. Yeah, hopefully it means that other promoters and yourself will be coming to us and saying, I, I want to put this band on. And, you know, it's re- really easy for us to say, yes, please do. That would be amazing. What, what's the capacity of the new music room? When all is well and we're at full capacity, we'd be looking at uh, 120 maximum. So it'll still be intimate and socially distanced. We're looking at a smaller 33 substantial 33 <laughs> but um it will be a really special event for those 33 people who get to see it of course it will it's going to be an amazing experience so but it's not just music that the town hall does is it your, your new program isn't just music it's other things as well i understand you've got cinema coming tell us more about that yeah so we also got some funding to develop our supper room upstairs into a community cinema space we've been doing it in a similar to the way we used to do the live music that we'd set it up and break it down and it would be a huge thing to be able to do it every weekend but um now the equipment will be in place so the plan is to have community cinema every friday 
live music every Saturday. And, you know, maybe we'll build on that if it's, you know, well received. I have no doubt it's going to be well received. The cinema did really well before. Um, obviously, you've still got the rest of the week to program lovely things in like comedy. I know that's going to be hot on the, the high on the profile. Yeah, comedy is a, is a thing to mention. Uh, we're hoping to launch this sort of mini socially distanced season with a bank holiday weekend festival at the end of May, which should see some live music out in the sensory garden behind the town hall. And then in the evening, coming in for some really high quality stand up. We've got Gavin Osborne on board. He's sort of big in sort of the comedy world. He's got all the contacts. So he's going to bring us some, some really great people. <laughs> Jess, you don't sound too convinced about that. <laughs> well, I've got a bit of an issue with sort of stand up. I don't find it that funny. <laughs> oh, really? So do you what do you watch on do you not watch comedy on TV like I don't know live at the Apollo does that not do it for you? No, I w- I just wouldn't watch it. I think the fear of there being an awkward silence and a joke not being well received makes me feel sorry for them in advance. It's not going to go well. <laughs> Um, I had no idea, Jess. It's going to be brilliant. Don't worry. It's going to be fantastic. I don't doubt it. I I have full faith in Gavin and his abilities. I'm sure everyone else but me will really enjoy it. (laughs) That's absolutely incredible. What's your ideal gig? Um, Are you more more about the music? Are you more about um, uh, other events? Live music's kind of my thing. I'm not musically talented really myself, so I bask in the glory of what everyone else can do. My goal in life is to have a venue of my own. You know, being a gig goer, you you pick up on things from venues that you possibly don't enjoy. And that's something I'm trying to put into the town hall. What are the good things about going to a gig? And trying to expand on that rather than focusing on the areas that are less enjoyable. I suppose one of the advantages of, of wanting your own venue and being in your position is that you've got a venue, but it's not yours. But you, you've got free reign to do what you like with it. That's the ideal situation. Yeah, it's uh, it's odd because when our director came in, David, uh, he sort of said to me, well, what's your 10 year plan? I explained, you know, music venue. And he said, do you think that could be here? I said, no, never in a million years. This room, the courtroom, the old court is you know not an environment where you'd you'd go and watch a band but we've made it that way so he he proved me wrong and I'm really excited to bring some live music into the town hall. One one final thing um if people want to find out um what's happening at Trevor's Town Hall how how do they go about that I guess there's a website is there any other means of finding out? Yeah so we'll be launching our new website on Monday the 12th fingers crossed uh that's just trobishtownhall.com then you'll find us on all social media platforms trobishtownhall uh we try and update everything regularly so you get a good idea of what's coming up i was in there last night jess i went to go check on some equipment and i did see some of the new signage it looks amazing yeah a bit more color in the building which would be really lovely okay jess uh you've picked a song for us haven't you Yes, um, I've picked uh, The Worried Men doing their spin on Like a Hurricane by Neil Young. Why um, have you picked this song? 
I think the worried men are really, really great. I've seen them live more than any other band. Jamie is uh, the guitarist and he's just incredible. Probably the reason I picked up a guitar myself. And my, my aim is to learn this song. So, you know, watch him play guitar and see how difficult that is. And don't hold me to it. Well, what we're, no, we're going to do, Jess, now is obviously we're going to get the worried men in to perform and then they're going to get you up as a guest to play that one track. Gosh, they probably would as well. They do like of course to make they would. a show out of it. <laughs> well, we're going to make that happen and, make, um, and you're going to just, you're going to thoroughly enjoy it, I have no doubt.
Um, that was The Worry Men with a track called Hurricane, which was a, did you say it was a Neil Young cover? Mm. Yeah. Yes. I'm not, fam- I know, obviously I know Neil Young, but I'm not familiar with that particular track. We've, I think I've properly lost Kieran. This will be the first time I've actually lost you on a Zoom call, Kieran. Come back to me if you can. Well, what I will do while I'm waiting for Kieran to reappear is uh, give you the email address, sheerisolation at gmail.com. That's the email address to get in touch with us if you want to send us some tracks, send us some tunes, send us some news. If you don't want to go back and listen to any of our previous shows or if you uh, like some of the tunes that we play, you can find everything that we've done on YouTube. We've got a complete library of all of our shows and a playlist which lists every track we have ever played on all 50 shows we are also available on several of the main podcasting channels so you if you want to go back and listen to us at any time that is where you find us kieran is now going to rejoin from his mobile phone i believe and there was there we were worried that it was going to be your wi-fi that was going to give up on us not the entire machine no yeah exactly and the entire machine went so there's the joys of zooming have you got any news this week kieran Uh, no. One story that keeps popping up in the news is about these um, COVID passports for venues. And that has been popping up again in, in the last week or so about having some kind of paperwork or some kind of app on your phone before you let into nightclubs and venues. So I did watch Boris's announcements on TV and he basically said, long story short, passports potentially for big events. So that might well be festivals, it could be arena shows, it could be sporting events, anything large scale. They did effectively say that pubs and restaurants were exempt. So that's going to cover a significant proportion of the UK's uh, entertainment spaces. They are going to be passport free. With, with the events, the cost will obviously come down onto the, to the, the punter, to the customer. And I just think that's another layer of cost that's going to make music harder for people to access um, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of about restricting access to things. So I'm, I'm kind of really anti the idea. I understand why they're suggesting it. Just not a fan of it. But we'll see. We'll see. But with any luck, it won't affect the venues that I work with, like Moles, like Neneals, like the Vic in Swindon, like Town Hall. It won't affect those venues. So we're going to be all right. Cool. One other question that I'm just going to throw at you, because in my mind, you are the knowledge of all things in relation to COVID-related live music performancing. Does this mean that we could have live music bandstand style, or is that still not allowed? I don't think it's... Uh, it's the 17th of May, I think, from memory, but that, in, in theory, will be allowed, yes. Um, I did say earlier in, in the podcast that there are some quite some stringent guidelines on what's constituted indoors and outdoors, um, because there is this fear about people chucking up marquees, saying it's outside the building, crack on. Um, but because of you know various things being sided... And, and potentially what effectively creating an indoor area, um, there are some very stringent rules. So I think we're going to see music almost certainly. We're definitely going to see some lower capacity indoor stuff. Isn't, uh, you mentioned 17th of May, isn't that the, the day that uh, venues are allowed to start at half capacity or is that, uh, is that another point in the roadmap? Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly that, what you just said. It's um, when venues are allowed to start doing um, half capacity. So um, yeah, I think that's when live music is allowed to return as it were. Right. Yeah, we, we will leave it at that thing, Kieran. I think. Thank so, you, John. Uh, been a pleasure. Thank you Kieran. very much. So Always a pleasure. Take care. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.